ಶಂಕರಾನಂದಗುರುಪಾದಾಂಬುಜನ್ಮನೆ ಸವಿಲಾಸಮಹಾಮೋಹಗ್ರಾಹಗ್ರಾಸೈಕಕರ್ಮಣೆ ಲೆಟ್ ಸಿ ನಾವು ವಿ ಆರ್ ಟಾಕಿಂಗ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಅನ್ಯಾವಾಚ ಪ್ರಮುಂಚಥ ಪ್ರಮುಂಚಥ ಫಾರ್ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ಲೈಕ್ ದಟ್ ವೇರ್ ವಾಸ್ ದಟ್ ವಿಚ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ವಾಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಯಾ ಫಾರ್ಟಿ ಏಟ್ ತಮೇ ವೈಕಂ ವಿಜಾನೀಥ ಹಿ ಅನ್ಯಾವಾಚೋ ವಿಮುಂಚಥ ನೋ ಓನ್ಲಿ ದಟ್ ಅಂಡ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದಟ್ ವಿಚ್ ಈಸ್ ದಟ್ ಟು ನೋ ಯುವರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ದಟ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ತತ್ ತತ್ ಪದ ದಟ್ ವಿಚ್ ಈಸ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ದಟ್ ವಿಚ್ ಈಸ್ ಯುವರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ನೋ ಓನ್ಲಿ ದಟ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ವಾಟ್ ಟು ಡೂ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ನೋಯಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಆರ್ ವೈಲ್ ನೋಯಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಪ್ರೋಸೆಸ್ ಆಫ್ ನೋಯಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಲೆಟ್ ಗೋ ಆಫ್ ಆಲ್ ಅದರ್ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ಸಾಧಕ ಹಿಯರ್ ಇಸ್ ಅಡ್ರೆಸ್ಟ್ ದ ಶಿಷ್ಯ ಪ್ಲೀಸ್ ಲೆಟ್ ಗೋ ಅಂಡ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಟಾಕ್ ಟಾಕಿಂಗ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ಲೈಕ್ ಯು ನೋ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ಸಮ್ ಯು ನೋ ಸಮಟೈಮ್ಸ್ ವಿ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ದ ಭಾಷ್ಯ ಅಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ಯು ನೋ the purva pakshi pakshi there is you know vigyanavadi even here we saw one vigyanavadi purva pakshi and uh, so like this then who is this vigyanavadi no i am a vedantin i know but i just want to find out so you dabble in vigyanavada and then what happens is that you know then uh, somehow it is what is called one is a ubhaya bhrashta <laughs> ubhaya bhrashta means idhar bhi nahi ಉಭಯಭ್ರಷ್ಟಿಂಗ್ oh i just want to know about vigyanavada because i want to defeat it i want to know about nayayikas logicians because i want to have a one upmanship over them i want to know about the tarkikas you know the another kind of uh, you know relatives of nayayikas logicians uh, you know people who who uh, you know tarka kevalaha you know so who only deal with tarka tarka means a certain kind of uh, logic and uh, so you know these are the i just want to know about them i'm just curious because adi shankara talks about them and if adi shankara talks about them how wrong can it be for me to look into them well and then you look into them and then what happens is that you know one is thoroughly confused and then suddenly one feels like a charvaka <laughs> you know a, a materialist you know a materialist means like you know eat drink be merry and die no coming back what is there to come back to has anyone have you seen anyone come back 
have you seen any heaven returned or after life returned prani here you know no so therefore why are you worried you know just max out your credit card make sure that you have cake with every meal cake and all kinds of you know delectable dessert desserts and then don't worry about it so these are these are all confused you know things because somehow somewhere that insecurity centered on the self morphs into this pseudo jignasa pseudo jignasa false jignasa yeah and then you go with pseudo jignasa and all these other ways other books and all these other words verbiage the you know you you know they how do they tackle your pseudo jignasa <laughs> they they do judo with your jignasa <laughs> they flip you over they they bring you down you don't even know how i have come under the spell of this and then what and then you need another one month course to be rid of the influences so this is all about the using the words judiciously to protect one's you, you know uh, to one's self from exposure to various you know various words and ways of uh, being and you know like uh, when uh, 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 when i was with pujya swami ji i recall very nicely somebody came and i think i told you this in this class itself somebody came with a big book yoga vasishtha heavy big book and swami ji please bless it i want to read it <laughs> swami ji blessed it all right and <laughs> kept it with himself and no matter how much that man was you know it was a group of three people uh, that man was angling for the book didn't give it back and then sent them away gave whenever he put out his hand he gave him a banana <laughs> instead of the book you know because he didn't want him to read the book because this is what is you know pujya swami ji was living these words of the shastra anya vacho vimunchatha let go of all this you don't need this you know and then once i i said to pujya swami ji you know i feel like i need to study more grammar and i have to do this and uh, what is that uh, siddhanta kaumudi and this and that and he said you know i am enough he told he didn't tell me that i was enough he said for you i am enough <laughs> yeah and that was the last time i ever went to him and said i want to read this or study that because it was very clear that there was a program and then you know you just let go and allow yourself to be you know to be in the program because that program has worked very well many people have graduated in the guru parampara from the last 10000 years why would you be an exception why will you not graduate why will you not gain this knowledge you know this is how one has to see and so therefore so the uh, 48 you know talks about how you know one has to protect this nascent gnanam this atmagnanam from you know viparita bhavana and all other attacks of various words so the knowledge is still kacha they have gained the knowledge the knowledge is with them they know exactly what they are etc but it still it is perhaps you know needs to be formed up a little more it need needs to be packed with a little more dirt you know of the <laughs> nididhyasana you know we have this nyaya called sthanu nikandana nyaya 
you know where you know whenever there is some uh, wonderful function in a marriage and a birth of a baby baby naming uh, thread ceremony all these other functions in india then they put they dig four holes and erect some poles and then that pole has you know then they weave the uh, palm leaves intricately and make a kind of a ceiling a roof you know like a little nice little you know mantapa like a gazebo and then you know on that they hang bananas and then fruits and flowers and make it very you know festive and decorative and when you see that you know you know you are invited that's that's the invitation card you know that good food will be there you can just go and uh, that's how it used to be in ancient times that was the way to advertise just like a death was advertised by not putting any rangoli in the front of the house you know so like this uh, these were you know cultural uh, you know signatures of uh, you know uh, good tidings and then you know so when the people would come to dig the hole and erect the poles then you know, the poles have to be strong because you know they have to take the weight of all these banana plants and banana you know big bunches of bananas and other fruits sometimes they put uh, you know freshly harvested rice uh, grains all these things you know shubham coconut they hang a whole uh, you know uh, toran what is toran uh, like a a necklace of coconuts <laughs> not a necklace but a string of coconuts on on that so it has to be it it has to withstand the weight and of course young children swing from it you know i have sw swung from many such uh, you know many such poles so like this uh, it has to hold the weight so they will you know the the men who the working people who come to put this so they will dig the holes Uh, you know erect the pole put a little you know dirt packet and then the the person who has done that will call three other fellows and they take it and shake it if it shakes it's not sturdy that means it needs to be tamped tamped with more earth and you pack it with more earth and tamp it and beat it beat it and then it you shake it again and that, you know and it doesn't move so then you know it is pakka so to with the knowledge you know it needs more nididhyasana it perhaps maybe needs more shravanam whatever it is it needs in the process of gaining this knowledge swami vidyaranya gives a important caveat in fact he is going to take that up later in uh, you know um, uh, this this portion is going to be elaborated more also in chapter 9 and uh, chapter 10 also we have seen that we have seen chapter 10 so like this you know he uh, shows this uh, using the sthanu nikandana nyaya the logic of testing the pole <laughs> ah so here you test it briefly but then you know okay i need to protect the pole from any kind of heavy weight it cannot take it needs more work so the pole is what <laughs> one's own buddhi here one's own assimilation of the knowledge that's why you don't go to you know you don't overuse the words you know and so that's you know that's the whole that's why he says in 47 na anudhyayat bahun shabdhan so 47 he says don't keep studying this that or the other don't spoil your head and give yourself a headache whatever you are doing shravanam is enough is more than enough 
and the text that you are studying is enough in any given situation. You are enough. That's enough. And so, you know, sometimes, I mean, Bhashya is good. No problem. Study Bhashya, you know, with the help of the teacher, no problem. But then people say, okay, this Bhashya is okay, that Bhashya. So, Gita Bhashya, Shankara Bhashya, then Ramaraya Kavi, and then Madhusudana Saraswati, and then Ananda Giri, of course, he is Tika Kara, then Vartika, and you know, on and on and on, you know, then one becomes what is called a, an academic. So then the moksha factor, the reason why one is enjoying these studies goes away and one, you know, uh, in, instead of going to movies, one is taking up Bhashya book because there is a, some kind of a thing. And then in 47, uh, Swami Vidyaranya warns, Vajo Viglapanam Hitat. It is just exhausting. <laughs> it's exhausting talking about it. It's exhausting thinking about it. It's exhausting engaging in it. And then in 48, there is, you know, there is the, uh, the uh, value given for a sadhana for the jnani wannabe or a jnani gonna be, whoever it is, there is a value given for the sadhana and what is that value? The value is that, you know, you desist in, um, what is that? In uh, using, desist from using too many words. You become a person who enjoys the economy of words. That's the idea. So, I mean, this doesn't apply while teaching, you know, because people can ask me, how come you're talking for one hour every day? Where is your economy of words? You should just say it in a few sentences and go away every day. Why are you talking for one, one hour? And sometimes you take two, three minutes extra. Where is your economy of words? This doesn't, fortunately for me, this doesn't apply to the teaching situation. You know, what does this apply to? This applies to the person's everyday situation. This is for the sadhaka who is just, you know, you know, blessed with the shravanam and with this nascent knowledge sets forth into samsara knows that I'm not a samsari, but again that knowledge is a little, perhaps it's a little shaky. Ah. And so therefore what? So since the knowledge is a little shaky, then, you know, it has to be protected. And then why should I stop talking to protect the knowledge? Well, you all you have to do in samsara is open your mouth. <laughs> you are immediately in trouble. This is samsara. <laughs> This is how it is. You may be a Vedantin, you know, just like that man who thought he was a cat. When he was cured, he said, I know I'm not a cat. But what about those dogs out there? They may think I'm a cat. Ah. So you may think you're a Vedantin. You may know you're a Vedantin. But it makes no difference to the people around you, a.k.a. especially the significant others. Ah. In fact, they will derive joy in saying, Oh, look at this fellow. <laughs> he or she has been studying Bhagavad Gita for five years. They have some silly thing called home study. They keep going and reading and one one verse has like ten pages of, uh, you know, commentary. And they sit and listen and read, read this. 
what is the use they have been doing this for 5 years and then after 5 years they are still on chapter 9 only half half they have finished and so because they meet twice a month or something like that and then you know then this Bhagavad Gita is supposed to give what equanimity at the very least even without reading that I know and what does this person do goes month after month you know fortnight after fortnight goes sits in the group and then reads all these commentaries comes home and gets angry <laughs> we will say that <laughs> and at that time what should the nascent Vedantin do chup anya vacho vimunchatha don't get into this don't get baited you know into this jala shabda jala this is shabda jala in fact they are testing you testing to see whether they should study the Bhagavad Gita or not to see that in you they have a living example you have been going for 5 years let's see what changes have come in you are you still yelling are you still screaming are you still depressed oppressed are you feeling guilty are you feeling you know hurt and are you still you know subject to what is that called you know uh, omissions and commissions your own which is guilt or those of other people which is what hurt so this is you know uh, they are just testing and then but really what happens is you know when when somebody points out that you still get angry then the natural swabhavika response is what to get even more angry right then and there to protest your innocence to defend yourself Swami Vidyaranya says stop in fact verse number 48 is a stop sign <laughs> do not enter wrong way <laughs> this is not the way to moksha <laughs> stop emergency this is stop just stop no but they think like that let them think like that let them think you are a cat doesn't matter you know you are not a cat <laughs> that's enough let the other people think you are a cat you know and let the other people think you don't have Shamadama. Let the other people think you don't have Viveka Vairagya. It should make no difference to you. And in the beginning, even if you come under the sway of what they think, you know, persist and hold forth. Ah, hold that Titiksha. This is Titiksha. This is the holding power. This is the Titiksha. This is Samadhanam. This is Shama. This is, these are three things here, right here. And you know, so therefore, what you know, don't get into a verbal uh, match, a barrage of verbs, you know, words and you know, nouns and verbs and all these things. Don't get into that. It is totally and completely, what is it, futile. Neither does the other person benefit from regurgitating such words nor do you as the sadhaka the one who is you know a newly minted Vedantin you also don't benefit so this is with regard to defending yourself but even regular you know talk in samsara is just very boring very boring think about it you know it's just a simple question you ask oh so, or somebody asks who put this whatever fill in the blank object here I had kept it over there tatra how did it come atra 
and then all the people will start having this oh i saw it there but i don't know who who put it why did you put it and then you know it just becomes a big thing for much ado about nothing that's what it is everything that you talk, if you're not talking about brahman you're talking about nothing <laughs> ah, that's what it is and the 10th chapter of the bhagavad gita says therefore that kathanam tat chintanam tat kathanam parasparam cha tad avabodhanam so how to you know kalam naya nirantaram so how to spend your time as a newly minted vedantin talk about the ascharya the wonder of this knowledge share whatever you can and in the process of sharing you know the areas which have doubt vagueness or error so share you know don't even say i'm teaching that that's a lot of responsibility just say i'm sharing what i know i may be wrong but i'm just you know going to give it a shot i'm just going to share in writing or in words and then that actually benefits you because those gray hazy areas where somehow you have gone from point a to point b but without knowing how and without uh, you know delineating the steps in between become clear so anya vatha vajo vajaha pramunchatha and then how yachet bang manasi manasi pragnyah so this pragnyah the wise one here what do the wise people do they you know less let the words be firmly in the mind resolve into the mind speech resolves into the mind and then where does the mind go the mind resolves into the buddhi which decides not to talk <laughs> not to talk mind resolves in the buddhi and then the buddhi resolves into atma that is how it is so you know merge the mind into the buddhi and then you know then the buddhi is part of the mahat five tatvas subtle aspects of the five pancha tatvas what is pancha tatva pancha kosha what is pancha kosha five elements and then you know and then you you understand through a quick uh, nididhyasanam that these words are uh, uh, you know rest in brahman and let them be there so this is how one protects the nascent knowledge and uh, so this you know through th- with this the shastriya variety of what you know jeeva uh, dvaitam discussion is here forth concluded and then of course what comes next the next one that comes is ashastriya variety of jeeva dvaitam do you remember we had discussed that there are two kinds of jeeva dvaitam one is called brahma brahmatva aikya vicharam vichara so the uh, enquiry into brahman and that brings in shamadama etc that is the dvaita of the jiva you know powered by the jiva sanctioned by the shastra and then now we have the wrong variety this should not be cultivated this is not sanctioned by the shastra this should be given up and when it should be given up and what it is we will see in verse number 40 49 onwards so let us read ashastriyam apidvaitam tibram mandamitidvidha kamakrodhadikam tibram manorajyantathetarat 
ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ divided into two it is two fold and what is that it comes of two varieties one is called tivram intense extreme variety so two varieties of ashastriya type of jeevas duality is there number one tivram the extreme variety or the intense variety meaning that which is which has to be taken care of quickly and you know immediately and and then what then we have the manda variety the mild variety so then what is tivram what comes under tivram under tivram kama krodha etc that is what comes under tivram so when we say kama that means desire and a thwarted desire when you are not able to fulfill the desire anger comes in fact that is the cause of anger think about it whenever one is angry it's because one could not have one's own way what one wanted one could not get simple either one is crying or getting angry about what one could not get when one was 5 years old or one is crying about now when one is perhaps 50 years old doesn't matter it is still a thwarted desire leads to anger krodha then we have lobha avarice greed you know wanting what is belonging to somebody else that you know this is lobha is kama on steroids so first is kama just desire oh it would be nice to have a you know five course dinner <laughs> lobha is what <laughs> i'm going to eat three helpings of this five course dinner even though the stomach you know they say is as good as two fists two fists of food is enough but they you know generous two fists of food is enough and uh, then uh, but still you know there is this uh, lobha lobha means kama desire on steroids greed because here now the plotting has begun what is the plotting how to get that kama is there as a possibility and then uh, lobha means what there is actually some plotting and planning because that avarice is there and it it is a precursor to the pressure that the person feels in order to act in order to gain in order to assuage that greed kama krodha lobha moha therefore there is moha delusion and what is one deluded from one's own value system one has a lot of respect for truth but then when one is in the uh, you know in the spell of greed truth takes a hike and then one says all kinds of things just to get what one wants and we see this in politics we see these people lie all the time to protect their assets to protect their interest to get something out of somebody else to to fool somebody and to deceive somebody people lie all the time and so this is because you know of that pressure and this you know and when one uh, you know goes about defrauding somebody injuring somebody in order to fulfill one's 
greed, not one's need here, one's greed, then you know what is there. So then we have to see that you know there is moha delusion. You know all the values that that I myself have enshrined, they have gone to the wayside. They don't matter anymore. One the conscience has become hardened. This is delusion, moha. Then pride. Pride is also connected to all this because the ahankara rides high, says I am somebody, you have to listen to me. I am this, I am that, there is a lot of pride, you know, Madha. And then, you know, it's interesting, Madha in Sanskrit means both pride and intoxication. <laughs> Intoxicated with pride. So there is an addictive quality to that. And then finally, Matsara, Matsarya, Matsara means jealousy. So wherever there is greed and delusion and pride, there will be jealousy, you know. And if you see the Utkarsha, the rising fortunes of somebody else, then you feel sad, <laughs> you know. Why? Because you, you don't like them coming up. You And then you plot, you know, one plots something to stop the other person. This is also part of jealousy. So these are all what? not sanctioned by the Shastras because they come in the way of self-knowledge. In fact, endowed with all this, you know, he's going to say later in a, in a six or seven verses later, he's going to say, you know, you cannot even, you cannot be with this and then still have self-knowledge. You will not even be able to do Shravanam. And even after gaining self-knowledge, you have to be, you know, you have to be very wary of Kama attack, Krodha attack, Lobha attack, etc. So this is the, the Tivra or the extreme variety or the intense variety. And then what is the other variety? The mild variety is called Manorajyam Tatha Itarat. Itarat means the other one, which is the latter. So, Kama Krodha Adikam Tivram. So that which begins, the list which begins with Kama, etc. is of the intense variety. Whereas Mano Rajya is, you know, which, that which is called Mano Rajya, a fanciful life, a fantasy. Daydreaming doesn't do it justice, but some kind of a fantasy life. Tatha Itarat. And what is this Mano Rajya? Manu Raja is, you know, can be simply described as daydreaming, but it doesn't do justice to the concept. Mano Raja means one is lost in the kingdom of the mind where one imagines all kinds of things. First of all, one is a king and in, in uh, empirical life, one is not a king. And then, and one imagines all kinds of nonsensical things. One imagines that one is doing this or gaining that or having that. And then one is living in a purely fantasy world. And you know, this is very dangerous. And we have seen this, you know, nowadays there is all this, you know, what is that called? Virtual world. And you go get on the computer. And or on the internet, whatever it is, you get on the internet and then you can play these games and one of them uh, is called, uh, I forgot what it's called, but uh, this couple, you know, in Japan, there were these gamers, gaming addicts and so they played Second Life, yeah, it's called <laughs> Second Life and then it was called, I don't know if it's still around, this was about five, six years ago, this news and so they kept on playing, playing this game 
and then uh, they had their own avatars in the game so they they were pretending to be different people and of course they were married to each other in the game also and then they were supposed to as one of the challenges in the game they were supposed to look after this sick child you know and the child is what it's a child they also had their own 8 month old child instead of looking at their own looking after their own 8 month old they were busy on the second life resuscitating the sickly virtual child you know so much so that their child nearly died of starvation it was sitting there neglected in a high chair with a few cereals whatever you know little pieces of cereal put there and it finished that and it was just crying its head off nobody you know even came to it because these people were busy giving cpr you know virtually with their cursor clicking to give cpr to that other so called virtual child and then they were you know and then finally i think the neighbors and then the child fainted lost consciousness and had become very weak malnourished and it was going in and out of consciousness and some neighbors thought it was odd that three days i mean especially if somebody has a child they are going to the shop all the time they are taking the baby out nobody has come out and so and the front door thankfully was left open so she rushed that she called 911 rushed the child to the hospital it was saved in time so and uh, still it had some kidney damage all these things it was very difficult and so this is what is an extreme form of manorajya where the manorajya is supplied in these all these realistic games realistic sounding games purely pratibhasika so living in a purely pratibhasikam jagat living in your own fantasy world is called manorajya and you know sometimes you think what's wrong with fantasy it helps it it helps you to become creative that's imagination that's not uh, creativity fantasy is not creativity you know letting the mind loose for the child to you know and be surrounded by rich uh, sources for that imagination that is a different thing that's like a guided imagination and even creative uh, writers like uh, um, uh, you know these uh, romantic poets of england wordsworth and all they just walked in nature saw saw the daffodil and then you know wrote a nice ode to the daffodil you know and uh, shakespeare all these people they were just highly you know imaginative but they didn't live in a fantasy world <laughs> those are two different things you, you if you are living in a fantasy world you cannot be creative this creativity goes out the window because this world is the what is the fantasy world living in a fantasy world is basically living in pratibhasika living constantly in the storehouse of the samskaras and vasanas coming out of the unconscious both positive and negative because you can have a negative trip in fantasy land you know and people do this all the time and in therapy this has to be addressed because people imagine oh the father is beating me why because if perhaps he was beating when when that person was a child but then the person relives that in adulthood and that is very dangerous for this you know being in present time is very important for this knowledge and so therefore it is manorajya here you know whether it is expressing itself 
as a positive fantasy or a negative fantasy or a mixture of both is driving you away from present time <laughs> you're living in some other world you're not living in ishwara's world you're not even living in a world that is you know you're, you're you're having your own parallel reality which is not a reality it is pratibhasika your own you're living in a personal reality you're in fact not even living in it you're trapped in a personal reality of rehearsed responses reactions and rehearsed ways of being no place for and no possibility for spiritual growth in fact living in the fantasy world all the time is a rehearsal of one's pain not a reversal you just keep playing it out and so therefore he says the, the, the manoraja may be the milder variety because you're not interacting with objects you are just within the subject itself but nonetheless it is dangerous he's going to point out let us see further now that we have understood what these what the ashastriya dvaita is there and this ashastriya dvaita jiva dvaita is further divided into two intense variety and the mild variety and then what ubhayam tatva bodhat prak nivaryam bodha siddhaye ubhayam tatva bodhat prak nevaryam bodha siddhaye shamassamahi tatvancha sadhane shashrutam yatah shamassamahi tatvancha sadhane shashrutam yatah ubhayam ubhayam means what both of them both of whom both kinds of duality you know nivaryam ubhayam go back to go further to nivaryam because it rhymes with ubhayam in fact what should we do with both nivaryam they have to be removed nirasanam kuryat may you remove and what do you have to remove ubhayam both of them both of them what you know uh, this tibra intense variety and the mild variety of the what ashastriya dvaita the jiva's duality not sanctioned by the shastra has to be removed you know when both of those varieties have to be removed when tatva bodhat prak before commencing the study of vedanta tatva bodha is vedanta or you can even humorously think before starting the study of this text called tatva bodha attributed to adi shankara because generally that's the first text studied but that's just a joke so basically tatva bodha prak so not before the study of tatva bodha but before commencing the journey into the study of vedanta bodha siddhaye in order to accomplish this knowledge what these two dvaitas of the ashastriya variety have to be renounced ayo how <laughs> because you know the knowledge otherwise won't take place but how to resolve well let's take recourse to the shruti 
Shruti has, you know, has said, and what has the Shruti said? That Shama and concentration are the, out of all the sadhanas, sadhaneshu, out of all the sadhanas we have discussed at length, Shama and Samadhanam, Samahitatvam here, Samadhanam. So, they, you know, so what does he do? He takes the first one, Shama, Dhamma, Uparati, Titiksha Shraddha Samadhanam. So he takes the first one and the last one so that you infer all the others. And so mental resolve, starting with mental resolve and ending with non-distraction. All these are famous in the Shruti. And please imbibe of them. Or you can say that among the sadhanas, these two are highlighted because that is what the mental resolve and the lack of distractions, you know, a commitment to lack of distractions where you get up, you change the channel, you drink some water, you go for a walk and then you come back to present time. Let not the fantasy continue. Drop living in a fantasy world. So, with the help of the sadhanas such as shama, etc., given in the Shruti. So, taking recourse to that, then, you know, then only you can gain the self-knowledge. Oh, okay. Then what? You know, then he, he gives a very important caveat, like I said, which is going to be developed in uh, chapters 9 and 10. Bodha durdham chatadheyam jeevan mukti Prasidhaye Bodha Durdham Chatadheyam Jeevan Mukti Prasidhaye Kama Diklesha Bandhena Yuktasya Nahi Muktata Kama Diklesha Bandhena Yuktasya Nahi Muktata so then, before gaining the knowledge, you have to take care of what? Take care of the Ashastriya variety, the variety of, you know, Jiva's duality, not sanctioned by the Shastras, such as, you know, volatile emotions and the penchant for living in a fantasy world because the so-called real or the empirical world is fraught with all kinds of fears and, uh, you know, terrors. And so one escapes into that, quote-unquote, happy place or the fantasy land. It has to be avoided before the commencement of the study. And then after the study what? Bodhad Urdhvam. After finishing your studies or gaining the self-knowledge, Cha Tadheyam. These two forms of duality, one has to be vigilant that they don't come back because they are part of Viparita Bhavana. So knowledge is not opposed to anger. Okay, Self-knowledge is only opposed to self-ignorance. This we have to, this is actually quite humorous. Self-knowledge is not opposed to your anger. Self-knowledge is not opposed to your jealousy. Self-knowledge is not opposed to your irritation. Self-knowledge is not opposed to your resentment. Meaning, you know, even having self-knowledge, if that knowledge is not completely lived up, firmed up, assimilated properly, you know, it can easily be shaken up by the winds of these transient emotions, which are 
categorized as the Ashastriya variety of Jeevadvaitam, that which should be given up. So, Bodhadurdhvam, one has to be vigilant so that these two, these anger, etc., they don't sneak in without one's knowledge. One has to be vigilant. And so, this is what is, going, is talked about here. One has to be vigilant. So, Bodhadurdhvam cha tat heyam constantly keep giving it up why jivan mukti siddhaye prasiddhaye same thing so in order to accomplish what is called jivan mukti which is the goal of life free while living free of yearning free of the pressure to fulfill the yearning free of fear free of sorrow and above all free of what will other people think that <laughs> that feeling also one is free so one is living this knowledge, one is living the, what is that, the, you know, one is living the, the, the premium, you know, life, which is what? The blessing of this self-knowledge one is living and in order to do that, there is no room because this Jeevan Mukti is seeing everything as Ishvara. So there is no room for the jiva, simple. And there is no room for the jivas or the jivic variety of emotions and living in jiva's own world, etc. Because the jnani lives in Ishvara's world, the jnani is Ishvara, the jnani just lives in the objective world objectively. There is no room for this jiva because it's all one. The jivatvam is given up. And how to give up jivatvam? By all giving up all these emotions that are the seeds for the tree of jivatvam, the upside down tree of samsara, is because of these seeds of kama, krodha, manorajya, etc. And so all that has to be given up and continually given up even though one has gained the knowledge and one, one cannot sit in complacency with the nascent knowledge because this knowledge has to be assimilated and if one doesn't pay attention, doesn't, uh, you know, do housekeeping in the mind, you know, internal housekeeping, the cobwebs of Ragadvesha and Manorajya will definitely form hijacking one from enjoying Jeevan Mukti. So then, you know, he gives a very nice, uh, you know, he concludes this very well. Kama Kama bandhena for the one caught up, caught up or bound by, you know, desire, anger, etc. The klesha means the impurity. So the, for the one bound up by the impurity of desire, etc. All negative emotions. Desire is not wrong. We are talking of binding desires. That's why kamadi baddhena, you know, nahi muktata, for the one who is tied up by forceful binding desires. But what are binding desires? Binding desires, just a review, are those desires, you know, who uh, clamor, uh, you know, that which clamor for fructification, which ask you to do something, which goad you to even go against dharma that is a binding desire so that's why it's called that's why it has this clawing binding nature to it and klesha means impurity because the ragadveshas are really the seed of all this you know are the offshoots of agnanam and the seed of you know bandha feeling of bondage notion of bondage 
so yuktasya for the one endowed with what you know endowed with the you know endowed with binding desires and the bondage of binding desires then nahi muktata nice kind of pun here you know word play yuktasya nahi muktata so for the one endowed with all these binding desires what is there you know no no freedom is possible but why you know you don't tell me i can't feel angry yes you can you have every right to feel angry feel angry no problem so that means if i you know should i suppress the anger that's not the point anger comes be firmly with the self and let the anger express itself you know safely without hurting yourself or targeting others verbally physically etc that's the whole idea write it out breathe it out pranayam it out <laughs> vent it out and you know sit with yourself meditate it out so again don't take it in that's why you know sparshan kritva bahir bahyan so the ability to be able to witness these emotions is a great blessing and oh but i don't have that blessing maybe not right now but that this blessing is for everyone to cultivate it can be cultivated start observing the anger then all the anger which you had personal personalized now becomes isha srishti ha <laughs> isha srishti cannot get you only jeeva srishti can get you ishvara srishti cannot get you at all not possible only jeeva srishti can get you so therefore what you know objectify the anger objectify the pain objectify the fear objectify the sorrow and just see it laid on the feet of the lord then it is you know it is not there it's not yours anymore you're not owning it up and even if you know if, if that is difficult see it as a psychological invariable truth then again you are looking at ishvara you are looking at the psychological order given these circumstances given this background given this kind of an upbringing such a person will have anger issues simple and then it's no longer about that person it's about a law in the universe that if this is the condition this is the emotion associated with people who have been brought up under these circumstances these, these kinds of emotional dysregulation will predominate now it has become a law again that law is a manifestation of ishvara for us laws are not mandates they are manifestations so it's a form of ishvara that's why we are able to say we we, we give this anger to ishvara namaste rudra manyava utota ishave namaha oh lord namaste to your anger <laughs> and when you bhagavan is angry when you start deciding when you start thinking what is why is bhagavan angry bhagavan I, my own anger i have transposed on bhagavan and says don't come to get me or another meaning you can say that bhagavan is angry quote unquote because you know bhagavan is ready to shoot me with an arrow of my own karma phala so bhagavan's anger is equal to the harsh karma that is that is my own karma being directed you know towards me please you know soften the blow oh lord this is a unique tradition this is a wonderful tradition there is no lacking in sadhana 
that's why even the sanyasi who is who has already studied and you know gained this uh, knowledge and is taken to a life for the sake of you know nididhyasana etc even the sanyasi is told repeat shri rudram ekam var varha at least once or anekam or 100 times keep repeating rudram because even bodhad urdhvam you know the nascent knowledge or whatever stage quote unquote stage the knowledge assimilation is in it has to be protected from all these from the jiva srishti because one has to learn to live objectively in ishvara's world sans one's the, the sans the attack of one's subjectivity and that is the sadhana here it is being you know told that this that is why the ashastriya variety of the tivra and the manda you know is being uh, you know told to be given up because as long as one is bound in a little world of little emotions brahman which is limitlessly big cannot be gained you have closed yourself like the silkworm in the cocoon you know you have hidden yourself and then you are feeling trapped so that's why you are feeling this notion of bondage swami vidyaranya tells and then now you know kind of a friendly uh, purva pakshi comes up <laughs> this is from the this is a purva pakshi from the purva mimamsa karmatha one the one who does karma and the one who has some knowledge of upanishads etc so then he says this jivan mukti is very hard you know i have to give up anger this jivan mukti is who will get you know and this is what people who are hopeless tell one another and in fact you know the significant other will deter your <laughs> pursuit of vedanta by the very words who how many people get you know moksha how many people enjoy jivan mukti manushyanam sahasreshu kaschidyatati siddhaye out of thousands even the lord says in the beginning of the seventh chapter of the bhagavad gita that out of thousands of people one person you know has them puts the right effort you know doesn't do breathing exercises doesn't breathe their way into moksha at, actually finds a guru and sits down to study yatatam api siddhanam and out of the thousands of people who are putting the right effort only one gains me as the truth of themselves so then why why do you bother with this jivan mukti you know you know you've gained you you you've studied this knowledge okay but then you know that was fine but now just lead your life and then don't keep on monitoring yourself i mean what a way to live i shouldn't get uh, i should process the anger i shouldn't get uh, too involved in uh, what is that called manorajya i shouldn't do this i shouldn't do that i mean life is short enjoy your life why do you keep on putting yourself in this boxes vedantin should do this vedantin should not do that and you know and so you know so this this is a kind of a friendly uh, purva pakshi like a student you know kind of uh, expressing his or her hopelessness to the teacher and then the hopelessness comes uh, comes out in this form jeevan mukti hi mabhut i don't want jeevan mukti <laughs> you have given me the shastra oh guru that's enough you know i have this knowledge i don't want jeevan mukti and you yourself said if you gain this knowledge then what 
you will not have the next life i don't want next life so this life i don't want jeevan mukti hey this is wonderful this is a loophole this is a fantastic loophole <laughs> what is the loophole <laughs> yay <laughs> you know i don't want jeevan mukti because it's it's for the sake of this knowledge i have given up a few things all right i gave up this i gave up that viveka vairagya all this i gained and then i you know i got shamadama everything i cultivated you know studied this knowledge under you thanks to you and then now you are telling me for jeevan mukti you have to be very vigilant of all this anger fantasy world etc ye mere se mujhse nahi hoga this will this i am not capable of this this is not possible for me but guess what you know i have found a loophole what is the loophole well i don't want jeevan mukti as long as there is no last next life i'm happy so you only said once you study there won't be next life and so therefore what that's okay i will just you know i will be happy with no next next life what is the fault with this you know with this argument what is the fallacy of this argument we will find out <laughs> in the evening class ओम थिंक some question was there earlier does an image get formed ever ever time every time one sees an object i see objects yeah because you know the mind is blank because there is manorajya you see now yeah because the mind is thinking of something else so the image you know the eyes are as though seeing but the mind is not behind the eyes that's why you know you are not seeing the object even though you are seeing it you are not seeing it if one can attain self knowledge only after giving up the ashastri advaita won't it be natural then that there won't be there after attaining self knowledge uh, let's see let's see hold on i lost you somewhere yeah shubha here we are yeah so uh, if yeah then won't it be logical that they won't be there after attaining the self knowledge then why is one asked to be vigilant because even in the bhagavad gita you know dvandvatitah vimatsarah you know in the bhagavad gita also the gnani is cautioned even though you are one with bhagavan and you know this these these emotions are just a triggers yeah so the triggers are there so the unconscious i told told you is jeeva srishti the source of pain sorrow fear is there but what does one learn in vedanta not to come under spell, under their spell ragadveshas are there that they go away they drop but then you know they keep dropping but in you know but what drops before the ragadveshas drops what drops is your premium you know you are paying a monthly premium or a weekly premium to keep the ragadveshas going you stop subscribing to the ragadveshas in fact you disidentify with the ragadveshas that's why one has to be vigilant so it's not that you know the gnani becomes a stone 
doesn't smile why gyani <laughs> you know doesn't laugh doesn't cry you know harsha marsha you know udvegaihi vimuktaha you know there is no harsha no joy no vimarsha no confusion no this so the the gyani should turn into a puppet or a stone the gyani is in fact if you see you know gurus like pujya swami ji you know they would just laugh they would cry they would just you know be themselves but you know the thing is that is what it is it is a learning to be oneself without the burden of the and the pull of the past that's what it is the pull of the past is very strong and therefore one has to be vigilant to not identify with the emotions emotions come you know and there and then there maybe one is even after gaining the knowledge the emotion will come it's not that you stop being angry or you stop feeling happy or you stop feeling you know something or the other feelings are there but the main thing to understand is that the feelings are not you so what is given up is not the feelings but association you know you disassociate you dissociate from associating with sorrow samvidyat दुख संयोग वियोग योग संगीतम सिक्स चैप्टर भगवत गीता नो दैट टू बी योगा ओ अर्जुना एंड व्हाट इज दिस योगा योगा मींस दिस दिस काइंड ऑफ अ लाइफ डेडिकेटेड टू द परस्यूट ऑफ द ट्रूथ ऑफ द सेल्फ आई एम यूनाइटेड विद ईश्वरा यू नो आई वांट टू बी वन विद ईश्वरा दैट योगा एंड देन एंड सो द योगा हियर इज आल्सो अ डिसिप्लिन you know it is a niyama it is a form of discipline and the practice here involves consciously dissociating with all associations with sorrow so dukha samyoga viyogah yogah very beautiful word play so dukha samyoga association with sorrow the mind always is pulling you back to the past and then you say no 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 i'm not going there that's why get up change the channel study something chant something do something other than succumbing to it you know and uh, it will it will be discussed even further and this is something which is uh, which is a, a which is a good thing to do okay yeah so that is a good question very nice question I feel like I need more mental power to see the negative emotions as manifestations of Ishvara. Yeah, you you have the power. You will do that. Yeah, once ignorance is gone, it can't come back. You are not vigilant. You are not being vigilant. With, uh, you know that the ignorance is sneaking through the back door. You are being vigilant to not identify with the wrong things. Yeah. So you are not being vigilant for agnyanam. you are being vigilant for viparita gyanam yeah wrong identifications that's what that's why you are being vigilant and that is the purpose of nididhyasana so this is all a section on nididhyasana okay yeah that's why the vigilance to not identify sorrow can come but don't identify with it see it as bhagavan see it as this too shall pass you know just like when the rain comes the thunderstorm comes you look out of the window and say oh it's a very big storm lightning is there thunder is there <laughs> and so similarly when the mental uh, storm comes you say aha ha very big rain storm where inside <laughs> inside the head om namah shivaya that's all it is you know okay yeah 
ऑल राइट सी यू लेटर ओम